Hey everyone, today we have a short Tales episode followed by our usual cue guide episode. In Tales, Clementine interviews celebrity chef Cooking Guy on Beggar Number no. Three's farm. He's accompanied by one of the creators of the Orb. Following that, Johnny Tanner and I talk about voice work and how we've found the voices we use. Remember to rate and review us on the platform you listen on and enjoy the episode. Friends, welcome to another Orbcast. I am joined what? today. What is an Orbcast? That's a, see, that's a, one of our first guests. This is beggar I, number what? three. I guess. I okay. I beggar. What? I do you have welcome? Food? Is that, welcome is that to for? the Orbcast. We're here at beggar number three's farm. Uh, I, with we have an executive here to make sure that uh, the orb is not mishandled because it's a very expensive piece of equipment. Please, sir. Please do not hold it like that. That is very dangerous. All right. I should probably not sun? hold it like a, a bowling ball between my legs. You're right. That's probably a bad place for this. Can All someone right. tell the small hairy child to please shut the fuck up? I know that you're standing on I'm just the gonna, props. I'm going to just put this down on on this watermelon here. This is where this is where the orb will, will be. Thanksgiving right. dessert. Excellent. Okay. So, we're also joined by special celebrity guest, Cooking Guy. Uh, thank you. It's it's uh it is it's such a pleasure to be here, really. Hey. Food. So, so beggar number 3. What what is your what's your life like on this farm? Do do tell. Horrible. Do you not see all the crops they're withered and dying? Help, please. Well, well, you, you should water spare. You're a mage, right? You should. Well, <laughs> you, please. Opportunity is not for everyone. I have four children. Well, some of us roll a one on life. Hey, what is a what? That's honestly, yeah. I mean, that's true. That's uh, that's known fact. I mean, honestly, as like. It's it's tough being a cooking guy. It really is. Oh, I've, I I do hear that. I yes. So so cooking guy. What uh what what brings you out here to these fields? I mean, well, so I I heard about this place. This uh beggar number 3's farm. I actually didn't know his name before now. Um cuz I I try yes. to I try to help people. I I really do. What's a name? I mean, like some people like this guy aren't even lucky enough to have names. I mean, like, and you know, the trades are, it's a family business. So it's a writ, this, this executive knows that orb orbing is only in one family. Uh, sir, yes, uh, do you, we I have, have been, have or, please shut up small hairy child. I am speaking. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Yes, we have been carrying the orbs for generations. We date back to the years before. And the years before that, we are predetermined to divine all of the greatest entertainment across the entire kingdom. Fascinating. Yes. Hey, are you gods? So, like I was, and as I was saying uh, before this, before beggar number three interrupted me again, um, you know, the, the trades are, it's, it's really hard. Like, my dad was, uh, was blacksmithing guy. Uh, my brother was woodcutting guy. It's it's just it's in the family. What was your mother's name? Uh, Sharon. Uh, excuse what what I have what is cooking? What 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 is cooking? What does that mean? He needs to know what rich guy. Would you have you ever cooked before? Is is it is it something to do with food? I'll learn anything to do with food. I do not cook. I make cook number four do that. Oh please, sir! You're uh, mage. Do you do you know what we can do other than eating the wheat raw? It hurts my teeth and my throat. Well, okay. So first of all, you're gonna have to get good. All right. So, so okay. So watch this. So all right. So see see your fields now. If I just you know with a uh, whip of my wrist, and bam! Look at that. All your crops are are fully grown. This is oh. if you took care of them. Oh my this God. is how this is, this is how this could be. I and so I, we're just going to wipe the slate oh clean. Oh, my God, just... no. Oh, my and God. Now, now they're gone again. They're back in the I, state they were. They're worse were. than they were. No. You just, you just they, have, to, no, you have to take care of your plants. They looked six months ago, so, right after I planted. Let's take this as a learning lesson. 
I don't. I didn't learn anything. You gotta break them in young. You really do. Break them in young. Listen, small hairy child. You must learn your lesson. Please, please sir. I do not want to hear you speak again when not spoken That's a beautiful to. song. Yes. You do have a lovely speaking voice, sir. It was written by my father's father before him on the very first orb. Of course, then he did get stabbed in the throat, but, you know. Honestly, though, I mean, oh. beggar number three, I I do respect what you're doing out here, though. I, I gotta say that. I, I respect the hard work. You respect our food creation? Does that mean you'll stop standing on the crops? Is that what this is? Sorry, I've, I've been... I've been well off for a while now, ever since I fed thousands at the rallies when humans were trying to get rights. Um, you I know, know my wasn't name it exciting? Kinda, oh, yeah. my. Uh, well, I guess in a way. Um, but That's how I got this farm. Well, the important part was that I got exposure. And, and I, I guess... Yes. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's really the important, you know, part of, of those two things. What, what is exposure? Yes, the part on how to cook, properly cook a human went over very well with the orchestra. Oh, you read my book. All right, wonderful. I, wonderful. You, I, it's a huge compliment. Thank you so much. You, you cook humans? Like, I cook... Regularly? Okay, so, listen. The gods just give me... It's... Think of think of my ingredients like like a like a canvas, and I'm I'm creating a painting. I will use any any canvas given to me. Hey, you hand me some raw food, I will turn it into something beautiful. Oh, okay. wow! Have, that's inspiring. Have some of my wheat. Have some of my wheat. Ah, uh, yeah. Sorry, I I don't. Yeah, I know, I'm on a diet right now. I oh we well, I have one watermelon left. That's that's size of. My youngest child, it was to be his Christmas gift, but would you do something with this? Oh, would you look at the... You've ruined my boots. goes hungry and giftless terrible. this Christmas. You, sh you should apologize. You know how much it's going to cost me to clean the... Oh, no. He, he doesn't have to apologize. That wasn't part of the rights laws. The beggar number three doesn't actually have to apologize. I apologize for asking you to apologize. That's not fair of me. It's really not. You know, you NPCs, you get a bad rap because they say that NPCs aren't important to the narrative. But I see value in you, beggar number three. I think you could grow up to potentially become poor guy. I, you think so? I think you have potential, yeah. Oh, amazing. I have potential. That's more than my family and my farm has ever had. All right, we may be giving him too much here. Too much hope will spoil this kid. Oh, what is hope? I'm just going to take some of this wheat with me, just so uh, I, you're not you're not getting too much uh, here. I, okay. I think that it's it's been extremely fun um just being able to like get out of body and like even, dude especially being two characters mm -hmm. that's oh my yeah God. I that's still crazy to me like what like seeing you'll do that it's it takes a lot of discipline I for for me it was it's it's really difficult because one like my primary char character is so fucking demanding right. to be like, like I'm not saying that Clementine isn't uh -huh. demanding to be. Clementine's high like, pitched. It is not as like he doesn't really strain yeah, my voice. Yeah. I just mm -hmm. get out of breath because I yell yeah. at him a lot. Te Teddy, I have to literally like push my voice to like a threshold where it's like, I don't know, I might not be able to say the next <laughs> sentence properly, right. but um. It sounded good, though. <laughs> yeah, I but, mean, as, as someone who's, like, really just starting to, like, try to really flesh out voices and, like, feel what that feels like to explore different avenues, I think the hardest thing for me is, like, once you find something that is comfortable and you feel like fits the scene or your character, 
is keeping that consistent, is trying to keep them sounding the same. So what I usually do if like I know I have to do a voice is um I find the general tone that I want the voice to be. So like with Teddy, I was like, I don't want to sound like me. Like I don't want to be in my normal register. So it all started off with please fucking stop. I would just said that on repeat mm-hmm. for like a while. And it was like, please fucking stop. And then eventually I just started adding in extra little nuances to apply emotion to it so that I had a voice for every emotion. And then eventually you just kind of settle into it. So it'd be like, please stop, please fucking stop. You know, like, and then just like add different accent words. And then like, you just have to figure out like the weird little tick of yeah. the character and then add that to the voice. And then you have an applicable usage of that voice for every reaction. Makes sense. So you, uh, I love that process, but like generally what I do is I'll, I'll find a voice like, um, with Clementine is very interesting finding that voice because the first thing I ever said is Clementine was me yelling like, I fucking love alchemy. Like, (laughs) um, so I already knew how to yell as Clementine. And with that one, it's an opposite of the normal problem, which is like, I'll, I'll make a voice, but I can't be super loud with that voice. But with Clementine, I had to learn how to be quiet. I had to learn how to uh, how to kind of bring it down to almost a whisper. And now, actually, I have learned how to whisper as Clementine, which was which was quite the task, to be honest with you. <laughs> it was very yeah. hard to learn how to whisper <laughs> as Clementine. A lot of times, when I make the side characters, it's just, it's just a voice that I've done for a really long time, and then I'm just like, and now we'll make it fit. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> like. Uh, Quam was super easy to do for me in the first episode, like, well, the second episode, because I was just like, I literally was just like, yeah, I want to be the dirtiest fucking prick ever to prick, you know? (laughs) And it worked out really well. I was like, yeah, I want to be that guy who just fucking yells weird shit at you from the fucking Hooters. It is very quintessentially goblin, yeah. But it was like, I was like, I didn't want do the typical like yes i am a goblin yes shit you know like i was just like i was like no i want him to sound like a fucking dirty yeah i want him to, yeah i want him to sound like he's chain smoked like fucking two packs a day for 17 years <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like i want him to sound like i want you to hear him smoking the fucking i want you to hear what like pre-stoma out. sounds like yeah, I, I, I want you to know that the tumors on my lungs are only enlarged because I love <laughs> Man, I had to... So, there is a character in one of the episodes of Clementine. I can't name the character, um, but, Johnny, you will know what I'm talking about. Um, and I had to learn a barbarian voice, and I've never done a barbarian before. I've never even played a barbarian <laughs> in D and D, and so I. Funny enough, I had to like find my gruff voice. Like, um, there's a voice I I actually do um, in um, another audio drama we're working on where it's it's very very dark, very very gruff, and I had to take that and like learn how to fucking scream so that I could say things like "You're weak," and. Uh, <laughs> that's fucking difficult man like i yeah. i admire that you can do that so much johnny because that takes a fucking lot out of me that hurts <laughs> for me to do that voice so i and so it's the the way that i could i learn i know how to do it is is tongue shielding technique mm-hmm. uh, um it's something that you learn uh in uh, hardcore music um which is where instead of uh, yelling from your vocal cord at the base of your neck, I'm putting my finger at the base of my neck right now, by the way, for those who uh, want to know what I'm doing. Instead of putting it down there, what you do is you drive your tongue up mm-hmm. in the back, kind of, in a way, and like backwards in your mouth, so that it kind of actually creates a mucous membrane over your vocal cords, so that when you create the vibration through your mouth, it's actually just the spit vibrating instead of your vocal cord. Ah, uh, ah, uh, okay, okay. 
I see. I've le- I learned something new today. Oh shit! And then if you want to le- and then if you want to turn it into like a a scream, uh-huh. right? Like a like a hardcore scream for like screaming, like a fry scream is what we call it. Uh, is you just like push in your singing like uh level okay. of air into what you're doing, and then push it a l- little bit past where you normally would, and then you'll end up with a motherfucker. Okay, like you know what I'm saying? Like you'll end up there. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I, I just I just been trying for that a little bit. That's that's rough. <laughs> I I love doing these character voices it's... so much though. <laughs> I love the fact that I'm able to like like my character specifically, I'm able to apply a talent I use somewhere mm-hmm. else to like be able to do the voice without all of the things of like that a lot of voice actors go through of like being like I have to screams this character for four hours straight and i'm going to die yeah. like yeah. i'm like no like by because by the end of it like yeah i'm a little hoarse but i'm not like fucked up yeah. i actually didn't know that you did music like that we actually have a podcast bands episode all, all uh with uh spend 11 to midnight um and yeah i remember you Spotify. told me about that yeah yeah and don't just so you know, don't look up any of that music on Spotify because it's not me. Right. Um, <laughs> all of the stuff that I've recorded with the band hasn't gotcha. been released yet. But yeah, that's to uh, anyone listening. That's actually the reason why we had like a a shorter episode today. We were going to do something with his character, but um, you, I believe you have a show tomorrow. Is that is that what you're saying? Yep. So yep. he's got a show tomorrow, yep, 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 yep. and he has to be able to do his his screamies for the show so no it's not because i have if i had to do my screamies uh-huh. tomorrow i would have been fine to do uh yelly voices i have to oh. do the singles tomorrow, the oh yeah you got to you got to be baby skin smooth yeah i got to be baby skin smooth so that i can hang with cardinal yeah all right and by the way cardinal like this i i'm also not i am not talking trash on my other band because uh, three of the members of my other band are in the other band too, so it's like it's like me and two of the other members from that band are in another band with a former member of that it's, band, and it's, one it's hell yeah, band. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so, but like the thing I love about Cardinal is Cardinal like wasn't started like serious like let's make fucking money off this. Cardinal is one hundred percent designed to just go with the fucking bit. So like. Everything we do in Cardinals Inn is like, hey, you guys want to dress up as frat bros for this show? Fuck yeah, dude. And then we make fake fucking frat t-shirts <laughs> and fucking drink out of red solo cups the right. whole Love show. That. Like, <laughs> Love that. Um, and then we have like we have a whole plan for like a music video at some we're planning music video, like bit-based music videos down the road without the money to record the music videos. Cause we're just like like a great bit so um i'm actually really interested in hearing uh not to like get away from that or anything um but i i really want to like pick tanner's brain about like what it's like you know me just throwing you into all this like audio stuff um it's 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 overwhelming at times honestly but it's it's really fun and that beats back a lot of the like parts that can be overwhelming it's just it's it's so much fun that you just like take it as like you learn fun new things and you get to experiment with fun things that you've maybe done a little bit before like in D or you know just messing around with your friends but you kind of give it life and give it purpose and like that's it's it's like creating something or being a part of that it's just fun and i mean i'm i'm that. continuously impressed like just when you show me things and like especially like having watched you develop your skill set both as a voice actor mm-hmm. and just like doing sound designing and engineering is I, it, it just blows me away just because it's i know it's a lot and mm-hmm. you you just like kind of at least this is how it appears outwardly it maybe is definitely not this internally but you kind of just take it all in stride you're yeah. like well all right i don't like that we're fucking learning something new right now like we're gonna i'm gonna learn something new and we're gonna fix it it's like i swear at least like Honestly, not even once a week, like twice a week. You're like, hey, I learned this new fucking thing. Check this out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Tanner has sat through uh, 
me watching uh, YouTube videos on microphones and stuff and uh, and all that. And I really appreciate you um, helping me, you know, to be able to like talk about all that stuff. Cause like we don't have a lot of like audio drama friends. Right. Um, right. And so I like, I don't know who to run this stuff by and you're very creative. So that's why I try to like show you all this stuff. And I'm like, this is what I've got going on. Like, tell me what you think of this and like bouncing those ideas off of you has helped me a lot honestly oh i appreciate that man it, it seems to me it's just like we're just kind of like talking about like something funny and like kind of like theory crafting what is the funniest version of this scenario and just like oh, laughing yeah. as we create it yeah because we we very much do bits there's honestly there is so much <laughs> of like the um like the the scripts um that were the writing that are silly that have like spawned from ideas i got from conversations that we had when we were just like rattling off bits um and <laughs> over time tanner has gotten like a really good clementine and we'll just both be talking as clementine like back and forth like throwing this crazy shit out and that's how i get some of the ideas for clementine's lines right and it's it's I just have loved Clementine as an idea, like before Clementine even like really like solidified as Clementine, mm -hmm. just that idea of like drug addled alchemist and or <laughs> yeah. like I he's he's tripping through time, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we write Teddy's lines, it's always like, what would somebody say who's angry, but it's just going with it? And is also like secretly kind of a genius. <laughs> yeah, like which it's the weirdest like flip of character. It's like you know very aggressive, very go with it, but like also he has a degree in accounting. <laughs> also, he probably he's just like one of the most level-headed in the party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the, as far as just like saying, you know what, whole... this probably not a great idea. So the the whole idea behind Teddy was like, uh, Landon was like, I want you to be the barbarian in my audio drama. And like the, the whole thing I said at first was like, well, I refuse to be the dumb barbarian. Like, I don't want to be. And then stupid. I got carried away. Like, I don't want, <laughs> I, I was like, I don't want my whole shtick to be like me, dumb numbers, colors, fancy, you know, like you I didn't want him to have like, a favorite flavor of crayon. Well, I mean, I don't mind if he has a favorite flavor of crayon, but I want him to have a favorite flavor of crayon because, you know, it's got the right subtle hints of elderberry in it that mixes quite well with the wax right, right. used to burn. You want, you want him to pick like, one that I has want legs. Him to, like, I want him to have dumb guy, dumb guy, like, interests, but, like, at yeah, an there's inflection level. in the dumb guy things. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like, so, like, it'd be like, I mean, like, I really like punching this wall. It's like, I really like the percussive feeling of placing my knuckles upon this concrete. <laughs> it's honestly been a joy writing so many characters, but it is, sometimes it's hard because in my head, as I'm writing the scene, like, I have to be every character and I have to think like a different person for every character. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I, I found this, like, almost groove in all of the madness of it that I'm able to just like, like when I really get in the zone and I like really have a bunch of ideas, I just like rattle off stuff between the characters because I've, I've learned them and I love all of them now. And it, honestly, like <laughs> the hardest thing in the world for me is going to be killing off characters oh, like, yeah. and not like, like, you know, I'm not <laughs> trying to like, wipe the party but it's like any character that i write that's gonna like span even over two three episodes it's gonna be hard for me to let them go because <laughs> like it's almost like they're dying for me because i can't write them anymore yeah yeah for sure i mean that's that's kind of the thing about like i swear i swear to god if if we ever have to kill joey oh, spaghetti dude. i don't even want to talk about that yeah i don't even want to think about it it's a good thing he has nine I'm gonna, lives i'm gonna 
I'm gonna burn the world down for Joseph's spaghetti. <laughs> uh. Uh. Dude, Joey's spaghetti was the most fought over role. He really of was. All really? time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everyone yeah, wanted. Everybody Joey's wanted spaghetti. to be Joey's. I don't spaghetti. know how you. I mean, Bill's Joey's spaghetti is fucking hard to beat out. Oh, you didn't. You didn't hear my table I read didn't. Joey's spaghetti. It was yeah, it was pretty point. good. I uh, Joey... I also had a Joey spaghetti. His his is pretty. Fu- his is very like his is like down south. Oh yeah, like yeah, Jersey. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This your honor. Uh, I, then... I I can convince you that these men were not meowskerating around. Like <laughs> that's. It's kind of like a JFK. Yeah. Like if he was a <laughs> yeah, player, you know, like. <laughs> and then and then my joey spaghetti was the these men went out here meow scurrating around all right they were doing their business i love to see all the interpretations you know, like, of this character though because it um also um there is a a judge um in there in the <laughs> script and you've both read their lines but that was also fought over funny enough um <laughs> and like the the one that we went with um ended up not at all being like how I originally wrote the character but I heard it and I was like okay I I love this cuz there is actually another guy <laughs> in the cast um Sean who has been like just like volunteering left and right for roles um and and I love it. He's like he's so good too, and like he's he's new to voice work, um, but he's so convincing, and like his delivery is just there. So like I think he's he's definitely gonna gonna go places. And I, yeah. And then meanwhile, I'm over here playing a main character with two emotions. <laughs> I have range, normal, yeah. and pissed the That's fuck range. off. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you have two emotions? <laughs> I think the honestly the biggest challenge though is uh is sad Clementine. When Clementine is somber, um that was a hard one to learn because like even when I whisper as Clementine, it kind of, you know, kind of like this, there's like there's a certain pressure that I have to apply um mm-hmm. to do that voice. And so when I have to do it slower, it's a little more difficult. Like it's, um, I just have to really fucking try, but I, because of all the effort I have seen from everyone else, like I am giving 2000% to all of this. The th- The thing that I love about Teddy is like, uh, it's very easy to figure out a sad Teddy if I ever had to. Because sad and mad are like right next mm-hmm. to each other in the tone you need. And if you're already an angry person, you're sad is just you're mad but with a slight like sniffle to it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like so so instead of being, I fucking hate you, which is like the angry one to be like, I fucking hate you. Yeah, yeah. Like the the subtle release like you know? at the end there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So Tanner is also cast as a villain. <clears throat> um, yeah, he's he's kind of yeah, a reliable. Exactly. Guy. So reliable. <laughs> so um, <laughs> when I threw that idea to you for you to like play a character in the audio drama, like how how was that? Because I kind of came out of left field with that, um, and I was just like, "You want to be a part of it?" I mean, it was more just like damn okay like if he thinks i can then yeah because i mean i don't have really any experience outside of doing stuff with D, and i just kind of took it as a challenge just because you know i i think it's fun and that's like my primary driving force behind a lot of this is it's it's just fun to be a part of and i, I love laughing with you guys and just being a part of something that makes people laugh and just it makes people laugh off of what you created and I, it feels good. Yeah, and I, I I like adding to that whatever you think that I can add to that that's unique. I I think I it's just that like I have heard you like really pissed off before, 
<laughs> um, and a lot of the delivery of those lines is someone that's really pissed off, but like in a soul crushing way. Right. In a way and, that is completely filled with conviction in a yeah. way that has leaves, leaves no room for error. And I will yeah. get where I need to go and you won't yeah. stand in the way you can't. Exactly. Yeah. And I have heard you say things with like a, a lot of conviction. And so when I wrote that character, I was like, man, I could throw this like to someone that I know wants to be like a recurring character, but, and then I, I had you in mind. So yeah, I, I, like, I know someone that can deliver this. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that because that's, <laughs> and if you know me, you know this, but that that level of like anger and convicted anger comes very naturally to me. Um, less so now. I I've you know if you uh, I think we've talked about this in some that past podcasts actually, but um, I've tried to work on that and it's it's fun to bring that out in a way that doesn't come with like the internal anger and angst and frustration. Honestly, like it's it's fun to turn that into something that's, for lack of a better word, positive. Yeah, especially if, if it can bring like. <laughs> Especially, and I don't want to give anything away, mm -hmm. but especially some of the like connections that that character has, yeah. I think it's cool to bring out that level of conviction and like certainty in that scenario. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean, um, and I hate that we have to be so vague, but I, I I'm just not giving anything away. Um, I know, and I, I completely agree with that. Uh, <laughs> shit. We could talk about how everybody is fighting to play an NPC. As well. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so look, hold can... on, hold on. If fruit vendor guy has not been chosen yet, I'll still throw my hat in the ring. I want everybody to do fruit vendor guy. So, so fucking funny bad. enough, we have three other people that also want to be the fruit vendor. Okay, so let me let me just shake my own hand real quick <laughs> uh, because, because when i wrote that character i was like okay people are gonna think this is really fucking stupid but i find it extraordinarily funny because it's so ridiculous <laughs> and then i threw i just like kind of threw out a line and like when i sent you guys the script um, I was like, man, they're they're gonna think that character is fucking dumb. Like, someone's gonna be like, why is this in here? And then everyone responded with, "Can I be this guy?" They're like, "Hey, like on on you know page nine, like there's this character, the fruit vendor." Um, and I was I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Oh man, what have I done?" Well, the only. The only reason why I it's like it's like because like I really love the way that I do the fruit vendor like like the the way I stress certain uh -huh. words in it like I really enjoy doing it because it's fun to do. <laughs> that's that's exactly like, what everyone has said and uh, and Bill had actually messaged me and said uh, he was like I can uh, I can get the fruit vendor knocked out if you'd like and I was like well let's hold off on that <laughs> because I still like. Why is that the hardest character to cast? <laughs> Why is it? It's because it's because for some reason you don't want to give it to one of the main guys and have us be the voice in the background while we're all having yeah, a conversation. It, and it's it's difficult because like everyone's fruit vendor has been good. That's the thing is like you guys all have that like innate thing with silly characters that you just like bring them to life because we're all very animated people. Um, and, uh, we can, I mean, we can, we can say this part, but like a lot of his lines are just yelling fruit for sale. And then, then like following it up with something. Um, and I, the follow-ups are really ridiculous. Um, and I, I'm very proud that people fell in love with that, but like, well, my favorite, my thing when I do the fruit vendor is like I don't think of him as a fruit vendor. Like right off the bat yeah. when I read him, I'm like this is a fucking ringleader of a circus because we have our circus that is the cast and he's beckoning them into the scene. I I tend I tend to think so of him like, as a father who just like 
it's bullshit and he knows it's bullshit <laughs> and like he gets called <laughs> yeah. out every single day and he's just <laughs> like no it's ridiculous please fruit buy the fruit sale. i can play xylophones on the ribs <laughs> so my mine is always is more of like a fruitful sale yeah like you know like it's like almost sung <laughs> yeah. in a way <laughs> it's so neat and i think it's funny i think it's funny when you add that kind of like musicality to it especially knowing what the end lines to fruit mm-hmm. for yeah, sale is um, it's it's so interesting <laughs> to see all these like different deliveries for it but that makes it so hard on me because i'm listening to all <laughs> these recordings and i'm like man why do i have to also do casting <laughs> so here's what we do is later down the road we go back to the same market and the same fruit vendor is there, but there's other vendors arguing with that vendor and they're fighting for time. And we give the other vendors to the other people. <laughs> so everyone gets to be a vendor. There we go. Yeah. Everybody gets to be a vendor <laughs> at some point. There's a, there's going to be a fruit fruit stand guy at like every market, but it's going to be a different thing each time. And everybody gets to oh, be, a this vendor. Must yeah. be Black Friday. <laughs> Yeah, there's just like 10 vendors and I just like merge everyone's voices together. <laughs> yeah, they're all the same guy. It's just make it like uh fucking that D&D like villain that's got like five dragon heads. Make that the vendor. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm very honored that even the minor characters that I've created are like so loved by the cast. And I, I can't wait to put them and out. Um, don't even get us started on the character that's written way down the road in later seasons that we've had a scene developed for for, for like ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That one's mm, mint. Funny enough, the first thing that was ever <laughs> written of Clementine uh, was is going to be in like, yeah, it's going to be past episode three. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah, way um, down the line. <laughs> But it's so it's so old that we have to rewrite parts of it because characters names yeah. change. <laughs> there are characters that don't exist in there now. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are there are creatures that we have to rename due to legality yeah. reasons. Oh <laughs> wait. Okay. Yeah, okay, you, know, I think, you know what okay, this is. Okay, I was confused yeah. for a second. Okay, now I'm yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so funny enough, at that time, when I was writing that part of the script with you, Johnny, um, me and Tanner had our place together. And so, like, he actually walked in the room when we were in the middle of of writing that, and we read it back to him. Yeah. Yeah. um, Oh, my God. I, I just love this whole process. And, like, also, if you're (laughs) listening, we're casting. We're poor, but we're casting. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. If if you can sell at least 25 tickets, um, we you won't have to pay for the ones you don't sell. <laughs> uh, what we can't we can't cast people like they they sign bands for uh, music reviews, no? No? Honestly, oh, and- they don't pay us. The reason that <laughs> I'm not doing because it's it's actually very common in a lot of audio dramas to do a Kickstarter, but we are not doing that. I refuse to do that. Um, just because I want season one to be released on integrity alone. And just to show that we are willing to put in that work without asking people for money. Um, and then we will potentially do a Kickstarter for season two. Um, but I I feel that need to like prove ourselves as writers and and performers like and I know we're not professionals but we are storytellers and that's kind of the important part to me is that like we really put ourselves out there before we say like hey do you want to help make season 2 right yeah you want to make something that people want to help with yeah, exactly. And like there's that level of like integrity to it where I'm <laughs> like, you know, I, I know I'm saying that a lot, but I just don't want people to think that we're like asking for handouts. 
because right. I am I am willing to like like what I'm doing now is I'm working my regular job and then I'm coming home and I'm doing writing or I'm yeah exactly I'm writing I'm recording something I'm like editing I'm, I'm casting editing literally promoting like, social all media like yeah, yeah because I wear all like all the hats but that is all the hats yeah I'm but I'm <laughs> I'm doing that just because I, I want to like kind of show that we can. Um, and then of course, like if, if people want to like step forward and be like, yo, I want to help with this. Like, that's great. Um, but we're poor. <laughs> so that's, that's the other thing is like, I honestly, I just enjoy being a part of the writer's round table for it. Like, Oh yeah, I I love that's, being able to bounce the these ideas off of you guys because like I would also fully consider like like Tanner being part of the writers table because I have bounced oh, off yeah. all my ideas yeah. off of him. One of these days we have to get the if entire writers. If you've, writers if table you've ever got a Heather. scene, and and just because I I know like me personally, I'm trying to juggle a lot of things right now between self improvement, my job, and like a couple other things. So if you've got a scene kind of down the line that you mm -hmm. have an idea for shoot it to me and I, and like, give me the characters involved and kind of the idea that you've got. And I will yeah. more than happy, like see where it can go with it. And you can just kind of judge it and be like, yeah, um, this is less what we're going for. This is more what we're going for, you know, and you know, yeah. we could look at it and see funny enough. Like I have done that like vocally to you. Right. Like right. I, um, like Tanner has seen the scenes written probably before anyone else. It, like even, even you, Johnny, like, because uh, well, at the, when I started writing Clementine, um, we were roommates, so it was easy for me to just be like, "Yo, here's this." But we still work together, so I'm able to like, <laughs> you know, after a couple days, I I'm just like, "Yo, so let me read this scene off to you." Yeah, and you and tell me how unhinged it sounds. Yeah, it's like lunch is usually one like one of my favorite parts <laughs> of the day because I know we're just like Landon's either gonna have something cool to share about what he's written or he's gonna have something completely different that he worked on where he's like, yo, check out how cool this is and like just this like completely like well like already done soundscape with like voice actors and everything. It's just a short blurb, you know, it may only be like ten minutes long, but it's like complete and tells a story. And I'm like, wow, like, you know, instead of sitting on my lunch break and eating a sandwich and staring into the void of my own self-despair. I get to like be a part of something that makes me laugh and riff with somebody. And like both of us continuously add to it until we can't add to it anymore because we're both fucking laughing so hard. Oh yeah. I'm just waiting for the day that I get to write Teddy's first soliloquy. Oh. <laughs> His first soliloquy. Like what? Wiping a tear from Clementine's eye. <laughs> Oh, I'm so <laughs> proud of my boy. Oh. <laughs> also, I, I want to say in that last questionable tales episode, um, I guess when I was editing, I I didn't hear like the inflection in my voice when I said I was a boy. <laughs> but like i said it's so sad <laughs> that's one of the bits that caught me when we listened earlier today <laughs> i think i've been deceived i i was a boy uh, but i love that about uh, like voice work he sounded like a defeated yeah when he said it <laughs> but i love that about like about just voice work in general is that like we fall into these characters so heavily that like we don't even realize how into it we are until like we're hearing it back do there's there's sometimes uh where i'm like am i still doing the character voice right now <laughs> yeah you <laughs> like check I'm yourself talking. yeah i do that all the time i like i yeah I'm like, I'm like, am I still Teddy right now? I don't feel like I'm Teddy right now. <laughs> yeah, um, especially with Clementine, man, because, like, his voice is literally just mine raised, like, a bunch of octaves. And, right. Um, but also, like, uh, he's the weirdest combination of characters that I can do. There's, like, there's a little bit of Winnie the Pooh in there. Um, 
<laughs> funny enough um it's that same like airy thing mm-hmm. yeah it's like airy but it also has to have like a quiver to it yes yes of, of course yes <laughs> and like he has that like stutter and uh the stutter has honestly been the hardest part for me because like i i typically will say like um or something in dialogue but i don't typically trip over my own uh dialogue but with Clementine, I have to, I, uh, what, uh, but uh, I just, uh, excuse me. <laughs> like I have to like completely trip over all of my hey, words before I say so, them. Yeah. So nor- normally, normally you just hit a quick, like pung on the pan with Clementine. You have to throw that big exactly. Down <laughs> exactly. Like when something alarms him, it can't be like, what was that? It's like, I, uh, what the, uh, hold on. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Like he has to react with utter shock. <laughs> the best part is my character doesn't have to react. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, In my mind, Clementine does that shit like when he like forgets where his like sandals are. Like Yeah, yeah. It's just it's a very Clementine thing. Is to be like very scatterbrained because, like, I know I am also very scatterbrained, but Clementine is like a multiplier to that by like a thousand. And like, I love that he's so chaotic. It, it's like my my favorite thing ever. Um, it's like a true like chaotic neutral. Because <laughs> like he's not evil, uh. but he's also like not really a superhero. He's definitely not out for like just to do good. Yeah, he's, he's out just... in alleyways meeting for drugs. <laughs> exactly. Like he's he's just whimsical, but like it's ex- like in the beginning of this episode with the questionable tales thing when he when he grows all of the crops in front of beggar number three and says like <laughs> this is what you could do. This is see if you took care of your crops this is how they could be, and then he withers them back down. <laughs> And calls it a learning experience. <laughs> I think I broke character like four times with my character because I was like, I was like, I have very little speaking lines um, with this character, and I was like, but I couldn't remember what level of douchebag I wanted to be. <laughs> so you just alternate. <laughs> Yeah, so I alternated levels of douchebag. Well, it's fine. Now we have lore for how the orb even came to be. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, so. Yes, yes, it was created by a singular family that talks like this. <laughs> <laughs> also, it is worth noting that, like, all of, like, sometimes we have, like, like I have little bits that I want to hit on on these, but they are all improvised. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, especially this one. <laughs> this one was was literally oh, yeah. just like almost like mayhem. Because the, <laughs> we were on a farm <laughs> and there's like the, the beggar that's talking to everyone that no one is listening to. <laughs> and then they berate him and then they make him feel better. But <laughs> like they are gaslighting <laughs> this beggar so hard. Like, <laughs> I'm not like based on that experience. Like, I'm not even entirely sure that humans do actually have rights in Penton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, I love the, I just love the shut up, Harry child. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's a full grown man, but the orb, the orb just, exec is just like. Shut I up, like to Harry imagine child. that you think he's a hairy child because he's like so fucking small and emaciated and it's not actually hair, it's dirt. <laughs> <laughs> and Clementine is just in his own little world because he is I funny enough, I forgot about cooking guy. Um <laughs> But he's in his own little world because like he's meeting celebrity chef cooking guy, who is literally an NPC. <laughs> like just trying to justify being an NPC. Like it's, it's it's what we do. It's it's our lives. It's and I I live to teach players how to cook. <laughs> That's a fun voice too. I came up with that like on the spot. 
because I realized I didn't have a voice for him. One of the one of these days, I'm gonna get to do my like vintage radio voice, and it's gonna be great. And I don't even want to spoil it right now. I don't want to do it right now. You know what? It's a secret. Yeah. I want you to have to fucking wait. You mother. You want me to give up my secrets now? Well, you're not going to. The audio version of edging. Uh -uh. Not today, sister. Yeah, we're edging right now. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're voiceover edging. Yeah, maybe I'll get real close to starting it, but then I'm gonna pull it back like this. So oh not yeah. Oh, we. Yeah. You like when I change my voice ever so slightly like that? Do you think it would it would mess with the listeners if I was just like, "Hey, uh, listen, I'm I'm really proud of you, champ. <laughs> you you really you really been trying lately." I just want you to know that that's not gone unnoticed. All right, now get out there and let's have a good game, okay? Get out, get out. You get out there and shoot 110% for the stars. Yeah, I just, I know that you can do this. I know practice has been real tough lately, but you've been, you've been trying really hard. And you, the listener, like, I just want you to know that you're an important member of this team. Anything to add, assistant coach wanna... Reaper? Uh, yeah, uh, mm, I just uh, I want to let you know, guys, that uh, we came here we came here to win. And we came we came here to win big, and um, if you don't win, your dad will never come back with that carton of milk ever. Uh, anything to add, assistant, assistant coach? Yeah, if you ain't first, you're last. All right, yeah, good, good note, good note. Okay, well, I'm glad we had this this talk today. Uh, now, listen, uh, the listener. Um, if you uh, if you need to contact us at any point or, uh, you know, you'd like to talk about audio drama stuff or something, you can reach us at Q Guide Pod. So you just keep that in mind, champ. OK. All right. Hit the showers. 